1: about something pretty serious today I'm talking about weight-based victimization by the way welcome to the podcast the YouTube video make sure that you listen to this one and then you share it with everyone you know because this is a really important topic so talking about weight-based victimization in a different way than maybe you think so weight bullying we all know is pervasive everyone is doing it it seems like there's research studies i've written about them and linked them in some of my kevin md articles in some of my blogs talking about weight based victimization in children's and teens the effects how many Um, have reported it in really even like large-scale studies and who's doing it so parents weight bully friends and peers and that's the number one teachers weight bully uh, doctors weight bully Um, so we know that we know that the harms are uh, and especially now during COVID as teens are in a mental health crisis that's just layering on another added risk and, and a lot of scary stuff, you know, there's mental health issues, there's social phobias, you don't want to go to school, why would you want to go to school if you're being bullied there, um, and um, there's so many, you know, health effects, risk of eating disorders that can be triggered um, due to weight bullying or weight-based victimization is kind of the more scientific term for it. So I knew going into it, like it's one thing to read a study and I took this journal called Childhood Obesity and read studies that have been showing that Parents are concerned about weight bullying in their teens. They see it as actually the number one health issue um, that they're worried about and concerned about uh, for their children and for their teens. And this is based on studies that I was reviewing last night from back to like 2012, 2013, 2011. So this is not a new thing. And so sometimes what happens is when we read these studies and then they have the conclusions, all great, all super helpful, calling it out, having the data, we need data, but we need the shared stories, we need the shared experiences and those journals, the research leaves all of that out, okay? Um, So that's why I really like being on social media platforms because we can get the shared experience and I learn so much and I learn more about the patient experience than I ever did in my almost 20 years of addressing childhood obesity, being in a clinic, taking care of patients, working with families, going through my own weight loss journey, um, going through my own you know weight bullying or people's entitlement and obsession um, about other people's bodies and it's their you know obsession their fat phobia based on their pursuit of thin privilege and their you know internalized biases and fears that they're projecting onto you and dehumanizing you again like every time I do and I write a lot about bullying every time I write about it I never get in the head of the bully Um, Because it doesn't really matter where they're coming from because we're not going to convince them, let them be wrong about you, but we're going to set firm boundaries. We're not going to spend our time getting in their head. Nobody knows and nobody's really interested. We're not going to make excuses for them and um, we're gonna move on, okay? Um, It's not okay, bullying is unacceptable, weight-based victimization is unacceptable. So until I started TikTok, um, which I started over a year ago when I launched my website for IME Community, make sure you check it out. I'm doing a lot of amazing stuff for parents. I'm gonna help you all and check out my blogs. Uh, There's um, some good ones on there about bullying, setting boundaries, and bully bands. But until I started TikTok, I had really no clue like how absolutely toxic and abusive the um, parents' uh, weight bullying was. And um, it seemed to be irregardless of the, the child or the teen's weight um and even there was one where a uh, young woman who um she recorded her parents' conversation. I mean, these are some really messed up people, um calling her obese and um, you know, my God, and and she was just like tears streaming down her face. And it just like, I mean, it just ignites something in you. I just can't imagine as a parent doing that to my child. Um but I also can't imagine, like, being stuck in that because no matter what, like, you can't just easily say, okay, let go of the toxic parents, especially if you're still um, in their home. And and so children, teens feel, you know, you're kind of helpless and hopeless. Um, and it's it takes an effect and it's trauma. And if you read about adverse childhood experiences or ACEs, those things add up over time and it changes, like, our DNA. And so it's really important for us to recognize it and call it out okay so then i learned the parents weight bullying then the other day i did a duet of a of a um video and it's by i want On you guys to one look at it in elementary school, power love 2285 that her mom said i was fat and that i needed to lose weight okay doing the- so i i i follow her power love 2285 so check it out, and I do edit her video. So she talks a lot about um, the trauma of growing up as an overweight kid, a kid who was overweight, and, you know, it really stays with her. I mean, she's made a lot of changes in her health but that she has chosen, uh, not because of society standards, um, but, because, but she carries that with her. I mean, it's trauma, right? It, trauma is in the body. The body keeps the score. We know that from Bessel van der Kolk. Okay. So she talks about how her friend's parents bullied her, called her fat, her friend's mom didn't want her to be friends with her, with power, love, 2285, because um, of the social capital, because she wanted her to um she believed she had such internal biases that it would limit her daughter's social capital if she was if her friend was, and these are her words, if her friend was fat. And it was so traumatic and it was she has all these um, shared experiences. I'm gonna pay, play it for you. Matthew, those moms were probably in their mid-thirties. Yeah. But here's the other part of that conversation that she didn't tell me, though I know now, is that that mom was secretly hoping that that little girl would stop being my friend because she wanted her little girl to have the social capital, we've talked about this before, of being friends with all the pretty, tiny, little limited two girls back in my time, right? It is so absolutely petty. The part of this conversation of growing up fat that we don't talk about enough is that adults that are not your family not your parents, consistently comment on your body. Friends of parents, teachers, lunch ladies, school librarians, neighbors, unhinged women at the grocery store who tell your mom to stop beating you. The absolutely disgusting commentary around a child's body must end. Yep. Must end. And yeah. The- so that's that's what we're going to do here is we're going to call this out and um, we're going to stop it. We're going to make people aware of how inappropriate that is so where is this going to start this is going to start with recognizing it but this has to start with parents first of all and so parents need the tools and support and the coaching so check out ime community i have tons of free stuff and 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 share this with everyone um so i'm going to help coach you through all this because when we um don't recognize that our teen our child is being bullied and we don't recognize that it's, it's not okay because this has been going on forever. I mean, we live in this really dysfunctional, toxic diet culture, and we need to work to cancel diet culture, but in the meantime, really quickly, we can help our children and our teens by having their back by knowing that they're not helpless, that it's not hopeless, that they're not powerless, that we aren't powerless as parents, that our past parenting self may have showed up as someone who wasn't our true self, who's not proud of how we've maybe made comments, or maybe we're worried, or have fear, and lack parenting, and we have a really deeply embedded um, pursuit of thin privilege and fat phobia that then is going to go off to our kids. So it doesn't mean that that if we have showed up in ways and made comments or been very fearful or um, even tried to get our kids you know maybe to a diet that isn't helpful because we're really worried about it and we're worried that they aren't going to be as successful reach their potential, have friends all that's bunk. Okay? So it doesn't matter if that's your past parenting self. Your past self as a parent, as as our past selves overall, is only our thoughts about ourselves. So we've got to start letting that go and you're going to have to start dropping that like a book, okay? And you can start being intentional. So how do you want to show up as your future self parent today? Start embodying it. What are three guide words? What's your vision? Okay. I create community with compassionate connection. That's my vision for my work. But as a parent, I wanna work to show up as someone they can trust, as someone with compassion and someone who's funny. Because I wanna have fun with my kids. My kids are flipping hilarious. And so I wanna have fun with them. But I want to be someone they trust so that they'll come to me and I want to be someone who is a soft place to land. So be compassionate. And that's me. Like those are all three guide words as my parenting self that I know like I work to with intention and awareness. And and so first of all, as parents, you know, that's that's who I'm reaching here. Um, let your teen, let your child know, like, that's not okay. If they say, like, somebody doesn't, somebody's mom doesn't want to play with them because I'm fat. Somebody makes a comment at the um, grocery store about your child's body. Um, somebody um, on social media, um, you need to work out and watch my um I did a podcast, but I also did an YouTube video, and I also did a blog on creating bully bands, so setting boundaries and it's and practicing them so that they're really easily accessible. And say, you know, I'm sorry. Don't say I'm sorry. <laughs> See, we have a tendency, and I have that. It's ingrained. Say, it's not appropriate to comment on my child's body. She and you don't have to say anything else. And um, the other thing I was thinking as I was listening to these um, or reading the um, comments on the video that I do edit, um, and I have 56 comments. I watch these analytics a lot, um, and so people talk about like it's called PE in the President's Physical Fitness Test is basically weight-based victimization and we just we won't let it go because we're so fixated on it and we want that data um the and it's just a shaming it's a shaming activity the pacer is what all my patients dreaded that's what i posted and they hated it they hated the pacer it's terrible um it's even worse when it's your own family the people that are supposed to love you and accept you and i said so traumatic um, somebody said like grandparents and it was terrible and then they said it exactly it feels like such a betrayal could you imagine your grandparents wait blaming and shaming you I had strangers say something to me when I was young my aunt's friends this was 40 years ago I still remember yeah it stays with you it's you're part of your DNA now it doesn't mean you're stuck and you can't intentionally heal from it but but the first step is to recognize it's not okay set boundaries and then As a pediatrician, I'm telling you, like, I mean, we are mandatory reporters. So that means we report abuse. And commenting on a child's body, it seems inappropriate. It seems like somebody who's a real creepy person would do that. So let's check in on that. Let's check in on that. Is that your true self? And just because it's pervasive and everyone's doing it doesn't mean that it's freaking okay, all right? Because it's not, it's not. So the more we call it out, um, the more we have bully bands and the more we report it and share these experiences, the more powerful our voice is gonna be as a collective and it just becomes a part of a social movement to where it's it's not okay, it's not okay. Um, I'm a redhead and some have told me blondes have more fun you're going to have a hard time keeping up that color when you're an adult men don't like redheads Um, oh yeah my sister and I grew up with our dad constantly telling us we need to lose weight and as we got older told us we won't be able to get a husband without losing weight yeah I mean that's just so Um, it needs to start with physician awareness okay here we go doctors listen up Um, my whole life is what somebody said even if they don't vocalize it's ingrained bias all true so 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 true true but for me it was my mom grandmother and aunt Uh, my pediatrician did this to my daughter at age four after well child check up she was hitting herself in the stomach and crying and I just I mean what can I say I'm so sorry how traumatic that's horrific Um, I'm struggling as an adult learning trauma causes childhood obesity and then bullying created even more trauma to punish me for having trauma. Wow, that's so powerful. And, um, yep, I had a friend who told me their mom told them that they couldn't be friends with me anymore because I was fat. Um, Terrible, terrible, terrible. So check in on that. Um, Most people who listen to me and wanna show up for their teens are gonna, you know, they're already really loving, supportive parents and they wanna level up and really show up as your true parenting self. But I hope you share this with everyone you know because, because it is so ingrained, this bias and this fat phobia and this projection of this fear and this diet culture that's so disgusting and, and unfun that um, we need to all listen to this and share this. So, okay. Uh, Make sure you follow me on TikTok and um, also follow, um, get on my email um, subscription list and follow the blogs and there's a lot of exciting stuff coming up and I'm really helping to support parents and helping you to have these conversations with your teens, helping um, you to to really show up to be helpful instead of feeling so helpless, hopeless, powerless, or continuing to show up in a way that isn't your true parenting self. That's just based on your past parenting self. That's ingrained in diet culture. Okay. We can all do better. Thanks for listening. Share, 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 share. All right. Have a great day. Thanks.
0: Share IME with your friends and go to imecommunity.com to join the member community. Don't forget to follow IME on social.